Welcome to Big Tobacco Messed with the Wrong Moms, the Parents Against Vaping E-Cigarettes Pay podcast. I'm Meredith Berkman. And I'm Dorian Furman, and we're the Wrong Moms. We are really thrilled to have with us today a return guest, Dr. Bonnie Halpern-Felscher of Stanford Medical School. She is a professor of pediatrics and the director of research in the school's division of adolescent medicine. It's also important to note that she is a founding advisory board member of PAVE, for which we'll always be grateful. We are really, really honored to have Bonnie here today because she has just published, along with two colleagues, a very important study in the Journal of Adolescent Health that is the first research to prove a direct connection between vaping and COVID. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for being here. This is something that all parents across the country need to hear about. Bonnie, please tell us, what did this very important study that was published today in the Journal of Adolescent Health, what did it find? So this is the first population-based study across the United States of adolescents and young adults to f- looking at 4,300 participants, 13 to 24 years old, to really be the first to show that if you are an e-cigarette user ever in your lifetime, and more importantly, if you've used e-cigarettes as well as cigarettes in the past 30 days, you are five to seven times more likely to be diagnosed with COVID-19. Tell us what this means in the world of research and and medicine. Absolutely. Well, when we say it's the first population-based study, all the other studies looking at any tobacco use and its relationship to COVID-19 have been predominantly adults, predominantly cigarettes, and predominantly or really only what we would call clinic-based samples, which means that somebody goes in and either does a chart review of patients to see whether... In the chart, it says that they were a smoker or have used e-cigarettes, or they've gone into clinics and asked people who are being tested and who were tested positive, are you a smoker or a vapor? That's a biased sample because you're starting with a sick population already, or you're starting with a population who thinks that they might be sick. Instead, what we did was we took a sample of adolescents and young adults across the country and asked them, what are your patterns of e-cigarette use? Have you ever used e-cigarettes? Have you ever used cigarettes? What about your patterns of cigarette use? What symptoms do you have? And the symptoms we asked about were related to COVID-19, asthma, uh, headaches, um, shortness of breath, and so on. We asked them whether they had ever been tested for COVID-19 and then whether they were ever received a um, positive test of COVID-19. So it's really a, an unbiased study as much as you can with surveys. The findings are really important. Look, we know that e-cigarettes and cigarette use damage your lungs. We know that e-cigarette use changes your immune system. We don't know if the findings are saying all things equal, if everybody were exposed to COVID, if you are a vapor, you're more likely to be diagnosed. That may very well be the case. It may be that 
if you are a vapor, you change the ACE2 receptors in your lungs. And so you're more likely than we know that COVID or the coronavirus seems to bind to ACE2 receptors. So maybe that if you're already a vapor smoker, you've upregulated more of those receptors. And so you're more likely to actually get the disease into your body and into your lungs. Or is it an exposure difference that, and we think this is also the case, we know that adolescents and young adults share their vaping device. So maybe even though they might be sheltering and about half of the participants were still so-called sheltering in place, maybe they're in the backyard with their friend sharing their vaping device that increases your exposure. Maybe it's also that you are, it's the hand to mouth. So every time you touch something and then touch the cigarette and put it in your mouth, you are exposing yourself. It could also be that the virus is in the particles in the vapor, the big plume of aerosol, and that you are breathing it in deeper and breathing in those particles. We actually think it's a combination of the above um, that is really causing this relationship between e-cigarettes and COVID-19. You are how many times more likely to have COVID if you are a vapor? So the findings show that if you are an adolescent or a young adult who is an ever e-cigarette user, so you vaped ever in your life, you're five times more likely to be diagnosed with COVID-19. If you are a dual user of e-cigarettes and cigarettes, you are almost seven times more likely to be diagnosed with COVID. Now, we have had people question, well, what does the dual use mean? Why are you pegging it on e-cigarettes? Well, there's a simple answer. The majority, and I don't mean 51%, I mean 80 or 90% of adolescents today who are using tobacco started with e-cigarettes. Those who are continuing with e-cigarettes often, some percentage move on to using both e-cigarettes and cigarettes. So really it is driven by the e-cigarette use, yes. which is why we're seeing the dual. It's not dual driven by cigarettes. It's squarely driven by electronic cigarette use. And that is the adolescent, young adult tobacco use epidemic is a vaping epidemic. And that's why we really feel confident in saying that it is driven by e-cigarettes. What about the severity of symptoms? Is there anything about that in your study? So unfortunately, we didn't ask about severity of symptoms. We ask about symptoms ever. Um, we are thinking about following up to really dive deeper into the symptoms and some symptomatology that these participants are having, but we didn't, weren't able to publish it on this. You know, Our goal was to get this study written and, and out as quickly as possible. There've been a lot of bad studies out there really suggesting that smoking is protective of COVID-19. And the problem with those studies goes back to what I was saying before, that you can go into a clinic and look at records of COVID-19 positive patients and look at whether or not they were smoking. And the problem is that's not good science. I mean, I guess I'd love to get the, the context of um, how this study could or should it impact back to school plans um, because there's so much talk about COVID and teens? And also, does this study can, you know, does this study have something to do with that people have said there's they didn't expect that there would be so many young people who have COVID? Yeah, no, two very, very good questions, Meredith. And I think yes and yes. I think it, going back to school right now terrifies me. 
and I don't mean it as a political statement, I mean simply as we know, you know, the national data show 27.5% of youth have, of high school students have vaped in the past month. You know, you know, I know, I go to schools throughout the country. I, well, I used to go to schools. Now I do it online, talking to parents, talking to youth, talking to educators. And most people would say those numbers are closer to 50 to 60% of adolescents who are vaping. So you couple that with crowded hallways, crowded schools, um, vaping and sharing, then I am very nervous that we're going to see an even higher spike in COVID amongst adolescents. So that's a very big concern. The question of might this be explaining partly why we're seeing an increase in COVID symptoms and COVID diagnosis amongst adolescents? Absolutely, it is a possibility. We, have, we can't say it's a correlational study, it's not causal, but absolutely. If you look at you know, 30, 40, 50% of youth vaping, and sharing, then it stands to reason that they're going to not only uh, be infected and exposed, but expose each other. So there's a lot of concerns there. This is such an important study and really the first of its kind. What has the FDA said or have they responded? So the FDA has not responded to my knowledge. We know that Congressman Krishnamurthy sent out an email on behalf of his oversight committee uh, really demanding basically that the FDA remove e-cigarettes from the market completely, especially during COVID-19, be largely because of these findings that really we have no reason to have e-cigarettes on the market right now. They don't help adults quit smoking. We have no evidence that that's the case. And more evidence we have is that adolescents and young adults are initiating with e-cigarettes. We need to get these off the market to, because we're, we're seeing yet again, we had Evale, we know about lung collapse, we know about seizures, and now we've got COVID. We need to get these products off the market to prevent another set of youth, not only being addicted, but getting sick and potentially dying and potentially infecting their families, even if they don't have symptoms. So, you know, clearly we've already talked about flavors. We need to get the flavors off the market. We now need to get all these products off the market. For our parents, people who are listening, I mean, this is breaking news in every way for the people that, that are, you know, in our base across the country. What would you say to parents to do with this information? Would you urge them to share it with their kids? What can parents do to get this message through to their kids? Absolutely. I really believe that, and I'm hoping that parents will listen to your podcast, will look at the study, and I know you've linked to it on your social media. I'm hoping they'll look at that. I'm also hoping that they'll look at the other news outlets that are out there and really say, you know, son, daughter, I just heard about this study and I'm really concerned. You know, I've been very much against parents being angry. I mean, obviously we're disappointed. I'm a parent too, if our children are doing something that's harmful, but now's not the time to be angry. Now's not the time to be punitive. Now's the time to say, we need to help you not vape. And if you are vaping, we need to help you quit and find the resources. There aren't that many, but there are resources out there and help them quit and use this study as a springboard to raise the concerns about COVID and, and vaping. And that's what parents need to do is have an honest conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Big Tobacco Messed with the Wrong Moms. As we get ready to send our kids back to school, it's more important than ever to know that vaping can have numerous health effects, not only addiction, 
and respiratory issues, normal respiratory issues, but it can put your child in greater danger of contracting COVID. Since none of us really know what to expect as we go back to school, it's more important now than ever to talk to your teen, have a conversation, go to our website, find out what you can do, get some information so you have some information to share with your teen. You can go to our website at parentsagainstvaping.org and you can always email us at info at parentsagainstvaping.org. Please be in touch and please join us as we fight together to protect our kids from the dangers of youth vaping and the predatory behavior of big tobacco. To get involved in local advocacy campaigns, please text PAVE, that is P-A-V-E, to 72572. Parents' voices matter and you can make a difference. Do you have a teen or young adult at home that vapes? This is Quitting is a free and anonymous text message program designed to help young people quit vaping. Teens and young adults can text Ditch Vape to 88709 to sign up today. That's provided by Truth, the National Youth Tobacco Prevention Campaign from our partner and sponsor, uh, the Truth Initiative. It's the first of its kind program that helps young people feel motivated, inspired, and supported while quitting. More than 150,000 young people have enrolled since the program launched in January 2019. The messages include evidence-based tips and strategies to quit combined with real feedback from young people. Again, teens and young adults can enroll by texting Ditch Vape to 88709. Truth Initiative also offers free text messages for parents who are helping their children quit vaping. I myself enrolled in this program as well and would get different ideas and tips to help support my son. You can join the program by texting QUIT to 202-899-7550 or by visiting becomeanx.org to sign up. To learn more about Truth Initiative and its programs, visit truthinitiative.org.